You're listening to Being Jim Davis, a sandbox adrift on a endless lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jonathan Johnson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, Christopher, it's Wednesday, March 9th, 1983. And today we're reading the 1,725th ever Garfield strip. What happens in today's Garfield? It's too many. Uh, Jonathan, in answer to your question. In today's Garfield, Garfield wears a sweater and has feelings about that. Before we get to this exciting continuation of today's theme week, though, uh, we need to do a next round of our popular quiz segment, who plays jazz? John, Jonathan, your choices today are 1980s screen ingenue Molly Ringwald, hmm. 1990s Oops. screen ingenue Winona Ryder, mm. or 2000s screen ingenue John C. Riley. Who plays wow. jazz? Wow, this is a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one? <laughs> it's, it's hard to know who plays jazz. God, it could, I feel like it could be any of them. <laughs> I, I mean, I totally see Winona Ryder doing it. I totally see John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can't help you did that spoof of Walk On. Or, or what, Walk Hard. Walk Hard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like John C. Riley, maybe. Oh God, I don't know. I like do like that you describe him as an ingenue. I think he's a fair, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a weird word. Um, huh. yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a strong feeling about this one. Um, what was the first one? Uh, Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Okay. Winona yeah. Ryder. John C. Riley. Man, yeah, they all. <laughs> <laughs> what if like, what if the the three of them had a, a jazz trio together? Oh, that's, that would be cool. It's <laughs> very possible. I mean, it would defy the uh, the, the the quiz format, but um, oh god, I guess you could put a, tri- great, a trick one in. That would be a good, you know, that would be good. Um, Let's. Yeah, because like celebrities that do like, you know, that end up doing like singing roles and stuff, they have that like background. But does that mean John C. Riley is only country, or does it dip Mm. into? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I guess we're just gonna have to. It's gonna have to guess. It's gonna. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Do you want to go with John C. Riley? I'm I'm comfortable with that. Um. Because <laughs> we've been wrong so far, <laughs> and we're on the same page. Um, that is true. <laughs> uh, watch it be uh, Ringwall. <laughs> um, all right, John C. Riley. <laughs> Locking in John right. C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't. I don't have a better. Yeah. I'm gonna give you partial credit for John C. Riley <laughs> because he did perform the song Mr. Cellophane. In the movie musical Chicago, which is jazzy. Oh, really? However, 
1980s screen ingenue Molly Ringwald has yeah. moved all the way into jazz vocals and released several albums. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, she's she's got a whole late stage career as a jazz vocalist. Apparently she comes from a jazz family. I didn't look, I don't know the details, didn't look any further into it than that. This would be great if you had some like like clips of the I should you know. have cli- I should have clips of everyone, you know. Do we could I have them. I couldn't clear them with uh, you know, the copyright. In fact, if you if you like maybe you didn't couldn't clear that them was how you legal, revealed John. it to us, you know? That was how you revealed oh, the answer, you know? Oh, I guess yeah, I mean that would only good. work if they were uh if they were singers. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably, well, could, or like, you probably which, couldn't listen which, to a clarinet and be like, oh, yeah, that's Alan Greenspan. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a great, actually, that would have been a great way to do it. Like, which Federal Reserve chairman is playing the clarinet right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you half credit. So you've, you've right. got half credit out of three so far. I'm satisfied. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> All right. We're winning. <laughs> Doing great. Uh, also, on panel one, Garfield's wearing this sweater. He's walking down the yeah. surface. In it's a sweater house. from from the box. Yep. Yeah, it's it's got big old fat uh, cuffs. borders, cuffs. Yeah, hems. Yeah. And the colorist has decided to make it like bright lime and green, as John said yesterday, with brown cuffs, and that's it's a bold choice. Garfield's bold man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he seems nonplussed to me. What do, what, do, what, do, what do you guys think? Oh, he's definitely not plussed. That's definitely correct. Cool. <laughs> um, in panel two, he's withdrawn all of his limbs into the sweater. In fact, it doesn't even appear to have arms anymore. And yeah. he's grimacing... I guess because it's so itchy, because he's scratching himself. We have five different scratch on him on a piers and a lot of motion lines, and he's sweating because of how itchy he feels. I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Chris, you described that panel adequately. Thank you. As we strive for adequacy, John. <laughs> he, he has four limbs. There's five scratches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just scratching the fuck out of himself. Um, I, you know, honestly, this is kind of the first picture where I've been like, yeah, I like this picture. I like Garfield's mouth. Those big old horse teeth yeah. he's got. He's got, he's got the the mattress teeth. Yeah. yeah, marshmallow teeth. These are great. Yeah, they're they're real good. Uh, in the final panel, I'm just gonna just gonna. I hate to rush through this, but <laughs> I don't just mind. so little to say. Uh, in the final panel, Garfield is n- once again non, you know, sort of nonplussed. Maybe a little more, uh, a little more irritation on his face, but sort of back to the at least nonchalant sort of just walking. And he's thinking, "I hate wool sweaters." That's was, the punchline. Was he forced into this? Because I mean. <laughs> He found the package, he walked away, <laughs> he came back, then he opened it, and now he has it on. He's like, my life is hell. <laughs> yeah, we've never seen, yeah, it's not like we didn't see John putting it on him. Like, I think, I mean, I imagine that's probably what we're supposed to assume, but. Yeah, yeah Jonathan, this is, you, I think you have finally made this compelling for me. 
It's like <laughs> there have been sweater theme weeks before where John Arbuckle forces Garfield into the sweater. And I find that really boring. But the notion that he is subjecting himself to this sweater either out of like obligation or self-loathing or love for John's mother. Like John hasn't been in this week at all. Yeah. Like that, that gives it a layer of complexity and interest. Like why is he wearing it? You know, why do we, why do we punish ourselves? Makes you wonder if there even is an external world. You know, if if all of this is happening inside Garfield's mind. Is John Arbuckle even real? Yeah, it's very John. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is yeah. I'm, I'm finally I'm finally fifteen percent interested in this week's Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's rare that you get above ten percent. Right. Yeah. No. It, well, yeah. you know, you, you have Jonathan Johnson on the show, John. He brings the yeah. you know, this extra layer of, true. of complexity. I'm I'm really glad, you know. This is anyway. Yeah. No, yeah, no John, no Odie, no Nermal, um, no no Lyman. Mm. God, every time I saw that dude's face, I was like screaming inside. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't. It's like I see his mustache, and like I see I see brown teeth, and I'm like afraid. <laughs> you stare into the mustache. The mustache also stares into you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he he's he does have a weird he has weird features like like he's his like his eyes are just the single pupils you know mm, yeah yeah he's a very nineteen seventies character like it's, it makes sense that yeah. he disappears this is like you know like he's sort of a late sixties <laughs> early seventies holdover like a burnout hippie energy and like yeah. Yeah, by the 1980s, he's off living in rural Mendocino County. You know, you're not going to mm-hmm. see Lyman. Yeah. This totally makes sense to me. Unless you need to go buy weed. Unless you need to go buy weed. Yeah. Obviously, it's not in Mendocino County now. Like, real estate there is, but, you know, the wineries and all that. Like, yeah. Like, good luck. Good luck, Lyman, buying a home in Mendocino, <laughs> California. That is not happening. You're not going to make rent there. I don't know, he's in like Chico or something now. Um He might no, you know where Lyman lives now? Let's name some more California counties. No, I one hundred I one hundred percent. I am one hundred percent on this. Lyman lives in Reno, Nevada. One hundred percent. You cannot convince me that Lyman does not live in Reno, Nevada. I I'm I think I'm fine with you thinking that. He's in Reno. That means he becomes like one of those like TikTok people. <laughs> <laughs> we drove through Reno a few years ago, and I was like, you know, I actually kind of like Reno. I like Reno's energy. This hmm. is a this is a place full. Of, we went. We we visited my wife's uh, family in Portland. I think we also saw you there, John. Yeah, the I think so. Between I, that sounds. You do look Reno, familiar. Portland was like, John, I love you, obviously. And Portland honestly seemed like a great place to live. But it was also like, Portland was full of people who wanted me to think they were weird. And Reno was full of people who didn't realize how weird they were. 
Huh. I really liked Reno. Wow, all right. Yeah, I totally see Lyman living in Strong pro Reno stance. <laughs> strong on this podcast. Pro Reno sentiment. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we're probably done. Anyway, yeah, this one's okay. So you've been listening to Bean Jim Davis, a jolly coiled cobra without a care in the world. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's very please, weird. Please rate, review, subscribe to Apple Podcasts or whatever pod thing system. Find us on Pod Thing. Podthing.com is for sale. Oh my god! Hang on, you guys keep going. I'm, I'm going to need to see how much it would cost me to buy Podthing.com right now. <laughs> Why not visit the show website, beingjimdavis.com? Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter at beingjimdavis. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, good and good night. <laughs> This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.